Welcome to Election Connection. This is Jerry Goldfeder. President Trump has the coronavirus. His name, of course, is already on the ballot, and almost 5 million Americans have voted, either by mail or in person through early voting, and the voting continues. Even if, God forbid, his condition worsens, or if Joe Biden gets the virus and he becomes incapacitated, these votes will count. The election laws are pretty strict about this. You can't replace a candidate's name so close to the election, even if they're not able to serve as president. Pretty strange. You probably know that when we vote for president, we're really voting for presidential electors pledged to that candidate. And these electors are the people who actually select our chief executive. So this year, after all the votes are counted, on December 14th, according to statute, it's the first Monday after the second Wednesday in December, talk about strange, on December 14th, the electors will meet. Presidential electors are supposed to vote for the candidate who wins in their state. In fact, in 1872, electors dutifully voted for a candidate named Horace Greeley, even though he had already died right after the campaign. Today, there are 32 states that say if the electors don't vote for whom they're pledged, they can be replaced. Or worse, they can be fined or prosecuted. In fact, in 2016, three of these so-called faithless electors from the state of Washington were each fined $1,000. And the Supreme Court of the United States said that was okay. So what happens if electors are forced to vote for a candidate who's really sick and can't serve? What about the national interest? If these worst case scenarios actually happen, and I hope they don't, maybe we will finally reform the way we vote for president. We'll see. See you next time.